What's up, everybody? You're about to listen to episode 61 of the Money, Love, and Freedom podcast, which is super exciting to me because this is the very first episode that I'm recording in my new office slash home studio slash new home. And the reason why it's exciting to me is because today I'm going to talk about how I actually got into this home and this office. And that is because I had a very good salesperson. When I say salesperson, I mean my real estate agent. And there's a few lessons I think we can learn from him because he is a person who has an incredible ethic when it comes to work, an incredible caring heart and a soul. And he was just constantly being persistent with me. He never gave up. He was never pushy, but he was always persistent. And that's why I chose to use him because I wanted to reward good behavior. So if you are in a situation where you are selling a product to someone, whether it's online or in person, whatever it may be, and you're worried about feeling too pushy or you're coming off too strong, we're going to go through today exactly what this agent did. His name is Asir, by the way. So we're going to go over what Asir did that caused me to choose him to work with, and hopefully you can take some lessons out of that about what you can do so that you can get your own customers, your own prospects to work with you as well. So without further ado, let's get this episode started. Welcome to the Money, Love, and Freedom Podcast, where you'll develop the mindset and skills to create a life of total abundance, from business and health to wealth and love. Discover what it takes to live a life of freedom on your terms. And now, your host, Coach George Wang. What's up, Freedom Fighters, and welcome to another episode of the Money, Love, and Freedom Podcast. And as always, I'm your host here, Coach George Wang. And today is a really, really exciting episode for me. And the reason why that is, is because as I'm recording this, it's basically uh, day one, week one of me moving into my new office slash uh, also new creation studio and also my new home. Uh, that's right. My wife and I, after living in our condo, which is about 950 square feet or so, uh, have finally pulled the trigger and bought a bigger home. And uh, the reason why we did that is because uh, we're we're having a kid, so uh, I'm making I guess I'm making that announcement on uh, this podcast right now, which I didn't entirely plan on. But yes, we're we're having a child, and because of that, we realized it was finally time to upgrade our living conditions. So we bought a new home, uh, which is much bigger that can fit everything we need, and as well as that, I got a new office, which is incredible. I love the space. It's uh, honestly it's just full of boxes and just complete shit right now. Uh, but but it's it's a great space. I love it. Now, here's what we want to talk about today, right? Because I have a lot of options when it comes to which real estate agent I want to work with in, in any case. And the reason why that is, is because I actually sold real estate for quite a few years here in the San Francisco Bay Area, which means, as you might expect, I have a lot of contacts in the industry. I mean, my office alone had over 100 people in it. And I was close with quite a few of them. But there's one that stood out. There's one person who got my business. And his name was or is Asir Shahim. And 
Uh, if you're ever in the Bay Area and looking to buy a property, a Sears your man. You know, he, he's he's a great guy. He, he did a really, really good job with us. And I've known him for a long time. But what's really interesting about this is that when I was working in real estate, him and I were actually in the same office. However, we weren't that close. I, I Honestly, I barely even spoke to him. I think, you know, we said hi to each other in our weekly meetings and that was pretty much it, to be honest. I, I, I never went to lunch with him. I never, uh, you know, and there's a lot of agents who I went to lunch with all the time, like oh, even weekly, right? There's a, a girl I worked with when we were uh, going around prospecting our neighborhood together quite often. And her and I became quite close, actually, as, as friends, at least. And Asir and I never really talked, not that much, at least. But I chose him. I chose him to work with. And there's a few reasons why, which I'm going to go over uh, in a little bit. But here's, let me tell you about why this is important for you as well. Because the real estate industry is really, really crowded. There's a lot of agents working in, in my neighborhood, at least. And there's not a lot of properties being sold. So it's a really, really competitive market. And there's a lot of people who are trying to sell real estate. So how do you set yourself apart Right, this might be the same for you. If you're thinking about a new business venture or a new space that you want to get into, you might be thinking, "Oh, there's so many people, it's such a crowded space. How do I set myself apart? How do I stand out?" And that's what we're going to go over today. And I think if you want to do that, you need to be more like a seer. Okay? Cuz a seer did some really really powerful things cuz again, him and I were not close when we were working together. But there's a few things he did do after we stopped working together, which allowed me or made me choose him to work with when I needed to buy this home. So here's the first thing. The first thing that he did was after I left the real estate industry, he never stopped following up with me, ever. He always messaged me. He was always hitting me up on Instagram. He was always asking me how I was doing. You know, I can see, you know how you can see in your stories who's looking at your stories. And I don't, I don't go through it all the time, but every once in a while I'll scroll through. If I have a, a if I posted a story that uh, I wanted to see what kind of attention it would got in order to see perhaps uh, if I could do a longer form piece of content around it or something like that. So I'll look into my story sometimes to see how many people are looking, who's looking, things like that. And I noticed a lot of my real estate agent friends have always been watching my stories, following me on Instagram, all these kinds of things. However, a seer was the only one who constantly stayed in contact with me actually through those stories. So anytime I was sick, for instance, he would always uh, send me a message and say, hey, hope you feel better, right? If uh, I posted something cool, he would always like click on one of those little reaction buttons, which which honestly like is not a big deal. Like it's not like he said something uh, up front to me or something like something direct to me about it. But just that little click showed me that he was actually paying attention to the story that I posted and he was giving me at least some little bit of a reaction. And what he's been doing the whole time was taking up space. He was taking up real estate in my brain. So I would constantly be thinking of him. And you know what? None, almost none of my other real estate agent friends did that. Not a single one. Maybe once in a while, once in a blue moon, but not like a seer. I mean, I was sick. He would DM me and say, how are you doing, man? I hope you feel better. When I went into my surgery, I had a surgery this past October of 2020. 
he was the only person in the entire real estate industry out of the hundreds that I know who said, hope you feel better, man. Get well soon. Let me know if there's anything you need. And I know for a fact that all my real estate agent friends saw those stories. So he's the only one who kept up with me, who kept following up. And he showed me that he actually took a care, like he actually cared about what was going on. And so that's the first thing, right? You want to be like a seer in the way that you want to constantly be following up with people. You want to constantly be keeping up with what they're doing. You want to stay top of mind for them. In other words, you want to take up some real estate in their brain because maybe they're not ready to buy from you today or maybe tomorrow, but next week, next month, next year, they might be ready to buy from you. So you always want to stay in front of them. You always want to take up brain space. Now, that doesn't mean you have to be DMing everybody and you know creating reactions or, or clicking on the reaction button in their stories or anything like that. But some way, one way or another, you got to keep up with your peoples, right? your prospects, whether that's through constantly posting, posting engaging content or in the case of like a seer, you know, just DMing somebody all the time, every once in a while, right? Just to show them that you're around and you're thinking about them. Now, here's a second thing that a seer did, which I thought was great. And it's, it's not necessarily something that he did, but it's the way he went about it. And that's the fact that he was being persistent without being pushy, which is a great lesson to learn from him. Because yes, follow-up is really, really important. But not only do you need to follow up, but how are you following up, right? We all hate that pushy salesperson. And by the way, pushy, all that means is that when you're all you're doing is trying to push something onto the customer, the prospect, that they might not be ready for yet or that they don't think about in the same way as you. So for instance, a lot of times, you know, when, when we want to buy something or we're thinking about getting into a, a getting a product or getting a service, the salesperson keeps pushing it onto us, telling us why it's important for us based off of what he or she believes but not what we care about. And that's the worst way to sell. That's when you come off as pushy. You know, in the sales course that I run, that's a big topic that we go over, right? How do you be persistent? How do you sell? How do you come off as being authentic without coming off as pushy? And I'm giving you the secret here, okay? You only come off as pushy when you're trying to push your reasons, your belief system onto somebody else, giving them the reason why they need it when it might not actually be their reason. So you need to figure out what their reason is, which means you need to be asking your customers. You need, you know, I really recommend for all of you, if you can, if you have customers, or if you have an audience of people who follow you, or if you're trying to grow a business, whatever it may be, even if you're just starting out, find 10, 15, 20 people who fit in your target demographic and ask them, Ask them what problems are they trying to solve by using or potentially using a product like yours. What are the problems they try want to solve? What are the things that they want to get out of it? And once you have that information, then you know. You know what your customers want, and then you can craft your message better so that you're not coming off as pushy. So you don't ever want to come off as pushy, but you can be persistent. And persistence is extremely important. Because by being persistent, again, that's how you occupy real estate in your customer's brain. Because that's what happens. Because you're, you know what? If, if you thought that your space was pretty crowded or the business that you want to get in is crowded, 
Guess what? You're probably right. But you know what? There's only a handful of people, even in the most crowded of spaces, a handful of people make up the majority of the sales. And the reason why that is, is because they're the ones who are being persistent, the ones who are constantly following up and taking up that real estate. After you say no, or you say, I'm not interested the first time, they don't say, okay, cool, forget it. Never going to talk to you again. Fuck you. I don't like you. That's not what they say. The good salespeople will just stay in front of you. The good entrepreneurs will stay in front of you. The good businesses will stay in front of you and always keep up with you in a very authentic type of way. So you can do this all kinds of ways, the same way as just following up, right? Do it through email, through a group text, you know, through your Facebook group if you have one, IG Lives, uh, posting, stories, YouTube videos. I mean, there's all kinds of ways to be persistent and you always want to be delivering the message that they care about. Again, you can do it anyway, or you could be like a seer and do it directly through a one-to-one connection like he did with me, just constantly, you know, hitting the, the, the reaction buttons, like the little little hand clap one or whatever that is, right? Um, so you want to be persistent just like a seer was, and you want to avoid being pushy. Here's a third thing that really made me choose a seer versus the other 150 agents I know. He cared. And that's probably the most important one is he actually cared. You know, all those times when he was messaging me on Instagram and all or, uh, or sending me a reaction, he was never saying like, hey, if you want to buy a, real, uh, a property, let me know. I'm here for you. Hey, when you want to buy something, let me know. I'm here for you. That's not what he did. I know what he does. He's a real estate agent, right? Just like your prospects, your customers probably know what you do. If you're posting content, they probably know what you do. Or if you're marketing in any type of way, whoever you're talking to probably knows what you do. If not, then you we have a different problem to deal with, right? You got to start back at square one and really craft exactly what it is you're doing and start talking about it in other places. But for the most part, if you have a business or you're starting to think of a business, whatever, people should know what you do so you don't need to keep shoving it down their throats. But what you do need to do is you need to care about them. And that's what a seer did. A seer cared when I was sick. He cared when I was in the hospital. So when it came time for me to choose who to buy a home from, I cared. I cared about picking the right person and I picked him. So there's a lot of ways you can do this as well, right? You can do like a seer did. You can just find the people that are in your tribe, the customers you might want to work with and just stay, stay in contact with them, right? Hit the like button, hit the react button, right? Send them a quick little DM every time you see a story that interests you. But there's other ways also, right? If you're posting content and you're creating content for your customers or your prospects, do things that they care about, right? If there's something going on in the world that's going to affect them, show them you care by looking it up, researching the topic, right? Do the work for them and then deliver it to them and say, hey, you know what? I care about you guys. I know this is something you might be going through. You know, I know it takes many, many hours of research and maybe digging to figure out the answers and the solutions. Don't worry about it. I've done that for you. I've already figured out the answer. So here it is. Or you can just do like a seer did. Whenever they're sick, say, I hope you feel better. Or you could do both, right? So there's lots of ways to show somebody that you care. So that's why you need 
to be like a seer. I mean, there's so many other things that he did, but those are the three big ones I think that we can learn. And they're so, so powerful. And they're so, so simple too, right? These are the, some of the easiest and most simple things we can do, but think about how many people don't do it. Once we don't get the initial yes, the initial sale, we say, forget it, we move on and we just give up. But what happens is somebody else, when it's time for them to buy, finally, somebody else is going to get them. And that's not what we want for our businesses. I know for sure that's not what you want for your business. So always remember the lessons that we can learn from a seer, right? Always keep following up with your prospects or your customers or your or future customers. Be persistent instead of being pushy. And probably the most important one is to make sure that you let the other people, your prospects, your customers know you care. Do all of this in your business and you're 100% going to be living a life of freedom on your terms. Hope you have a great week, everyone. Take care and we'll be back next week with a new episode.